Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective podcast, and we are doing a special series just for Advent, where every day for a few minutes, we will come into your earbuds and share with you biblical truth, bringing hope, and pointing you to Jesus during this Christmas season. It is going to be so good. Let's dig in. Let's go. Day three, we are digging into the names of Jesus and celebrating the names of Jesus during this Christmas and Advent season. Today, we're hitting with a verse that you have probably heard a bajillion times every Christmas season, but it is so good and we're going to break it down. Isaiah chapter nine, verse six. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah is such a good book of the Bible, ladies. If you have not dug in, I highly encourage you to dig into it. It's pretty meaty, but it is so good. And so here in chapter 9, where this verse is found, it's in the middle of a section called The Darkness Turns to Light, which I think is so funny as I was reading it again this morning and was like, hmm, that is funny because it's darkness and then turns to light. Jesus is the light at the end of this passage, right? In Isaiah 9, 6, it's a prophecy about a future child who would not only bear the government on his shoulders and be called... All of these titles that could only rightfully be attributed to God. And again, we're not going in super deep into the prophecies because there's a lot of prophecies around Christmas that Jesus, praise God, he fills these. But the Jewish people were expecting when they talk about this, they were expecting someone different. It's, It's fair to say they were not expecting a babe, a human baby, right? And so what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna break this down a little bit chunk by chunk. Because I really like this verse is actually jam-packed and it can apply to us and apply to God in so many different ways. So let's break it down a little bit. Unto us, a child is born. Us. Jesus came for us, for you, for I, for all of mankind. Isn't that so cool? Like, praise God. The first five letters or words into this scripture, I'm already praising God. (laughs) The next part says, a son is given. A son, as in the son of God himself, fully God, fully human, is given. He wasn't taken. He wasn't thrown out. He was given, lovingly given to us. God gave his son to us. Remember, for God so loved the world that he gave his beloved son his love, Jesus Christ, to be our redeemer. Isn't that so amazing? He was given by a loving God. The next part, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Everything and everyone back then and today will bow down to the King Jesus one day. Jesus reigns supreme. He reigns above it all, which I feel like is encouragement even for today and a hopeful message even for today because Jesus reigns over our government today too. They might not want to admit it, but he is supremo. He is in charge of it all. And praise God he is because, well, that's another episode for another day. The next part, (laughs) his name will be called Wonderful, 
girls, you know I love me some Miriam Dictionary. So I went to Miriam Dictionary and I was like, let's define wonderful, right? Because we say it all the time. That's wonderful. Oh, but like really, when we're talking about Jesus, it should be different. Miriam Dictionary says, wonderful is exciting wonder, unusually good. Isn't that God? Unusually good. Exciting wonder. Some of the synonyms that popped up with it were amazing, awesome, marvelous, astonishing, wondrous. I mean, come on. We're totally describing God here. When he came, he was a wonder. He transcends our human understanding. He stands supreme above everyone else. His name is wonderful because he is wonderful. I feel like the God, I feel like God is calling us back to the wonder of God this Christmas. Whether you've heard about this real story of Christmas, like your first time this year, or for like a million times, we've heard it. And sometimes because we hear things frequently, it loses its power, I guess. Not power, but it loses its awe and wonder, right? This Christmas, I have never felt the Lord speak so clearly during Christmas season as it has been going back to the wonder of Christmas, standing in awe of him, whether you heard it, the Christmas story once or a million times, it's miraculous. It is full of awe and wonder. Every piece of the story from the names of Jesus to the prophecies he fulfilled, to the way the Jewish people thought he was going to live his life, to, to Mary, the virgin, to the shepherds, these lowly people being led to him. Like everything, you guys, is so incredible, amazing, awesome, marvelous, astonishing, wondrous about him. It is a wonder that a holy God made a way for you and I and all who believe to come to him in the form of a baby. It is full of awe and wonder. So this Christmas story, I don't want you to just read it. Whenever you decide to read the story, the full story, I want you to sit in it. I want you to meditate in it. I want you to just open-handed like, God, this is so good. This virgin gave birth. Shepherds were called to you. All of the things that took place then, today, for you are so amazing. And his name will be called Wonderful. I will never think of that word again. I mean, like differently again. The next one, his name will be called Counselor. A counselor, you know, Miriam Dictionary says, a person who gives advice or counseling. Well, duh, Sam. But not just any counseling, the counseling that comes from God. He is our mediator, our go-between. He has the mind of God, which is incredible because since he lived as a human, he became flesh and dwelt among us. He can empathize with us, but ultimately he is God and he is counseling with the mind of God. And friends, wherever you're feeling this season, I want to encourage you with this. He's our counselor. He is our source of help and our source of hope. Counseling is what he does and who he is. He is all wise, all knowing, yet all loving. We get access to Jesus, the counselor in prayer through his word and with the spirit that lives in us. I want this to encourage you today that you are never alone, never without help, never without help and never too far gone. He is exactly who you turn to in times of need. He is the counselor. So good. The next one says, and his name will be called Mighty God. Mighty, (laughs) let's define that too. Great or imposing in size or extent. Extraordinary, 
powerful, strong, but not just in power and strength because Colossians 2.9 tells us, for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. He is God Almighty, the Godhead three in one. Jesus fills all of that. This is the same God that breathed life into the man that created the universe, the light, the oceans, everything in it. He said, and it was done. And instead of coming in the form of like a king or a royal prince where he rightfully could have done, right? He rightfully deserved that title. His mighty plan was so much greater. He came in the form of a human baby. Babies. I mean, I don't know when the last time you hung out with a kid it was, a baby, but like they need you all the time. A baby. This mighty God came as a baby. He humbled himself to be with us. He is so mighty, yet loves us so much that he is with us. And he just, he loves us. That song says he is mighty to save. Scripture says he is mighty to save. He's a mighty God. My mind just, honestly, my mind can't comprehend this part either completely, which it's fine. I don't want to serve a God where I can comprehend him, right? But he's so mighty. The same God that snapped his fingers, that said something, and it was created is the same God that loves me so much. There is power in that. And I want you to receive that today. The next one, everlasting father. I, if the word father triggers you, I want you to try so hard to just ignore that right now and press in everlasting father. Nothing lasts forever, right? That's what they say, except God. Isn't it so cool that we serve a God who is all knowing, all loving, almighty and everlasting. Again, I can't even fully comprehend what this truly means. I don't really ever want to, but what I do know that is because of Jesus Christ, I get God's eternal love for me. You get God's eternal love for you. I get to end, we get to end this life and enter into an eternity with him. But that's not just it. We're not just living this life to get to heaven. Until I get to heaven, I get to live in this life right now, currently, today, with the abundance, the joy of eternity right now, right here. Because the Lord is good, I get to be the daughter of the king right now. I get to be the heir to the throne right now. We get access to the Holy Spirit right now. You, my friend, are a daughter of the king. And I know I mentioned some of us have issues with the father and that language, but you are a daughter of the king. This He's so much better than our human fathers. He loves us a bajillion times more than we can ever ask or imagine or think or imagine. You are an heir to the throne. You get access to the Holy Spirit, to all of these attributes of God. You get him right now. We have an everlasting father in Christ alone. So good. The last one says, in his name will be called Prince of Peace. He is the prince of peace. He came to bring the ultimate peace. His sacrifice on the cross was a mediation between us and between God. We were caught in this, this, remember a few episodes back, we talked about like this gaping hole where we were on one side and God was on the other. And our punishment for our sin is death, right? It still is. It was, it is. And we had a loving God who wanted everything to reach out to us and be with us. He connected us in peace so that we can have relationship with God. And because of that relationship, we get access to peace. The fruit of the Spirit, one of the fruits of the Spirit is peace. 
that we get to borrow from him because he's the prince of it. I'm reminded of this when I'm going through a tough situation or maybe I'm contemplating a decision or praying and fasting on like decisions that need to be made. And prince of peace, that title reminds me like, okay, is this peaceful? Not that every situation is going to be like completely stress-free or whatever, but the prince of peace, the access to the fruit of the spirit, peace is what I get to put on, right? And so peace, the world does not know peace. (laughs) The world is crazy, right? And so that's not the decisions of the world. When we're walking out in our flesh, we're not walking in that peace because that's not the peace we're talking about. He is the prince of the peace. The more we dig into the word of God, the more we, the The more we dig into the word of God, sorry, friends, the more the peace that surpasses all understanding flows in and through us, the more we know the difference between what the world offers and who Jesus is. It's not only something he offers, it's something he is. It's who he is. So today, friends, as we dig in and wrap up day three of the Advent series, we're going to read this one more time, and I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving And sit with this because I want these names to mean something different to you now that you know what they are. I want them to, I want you to just receive them. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Isaiah 9-6. Thank you, God, for all you are for these attributes. God, thank you for sending your son to be born. Thank you that we get access to you. Thank you for every woman listening to this today, Lord God. I pray that she would receive this and she would know that you are wonderful. You are a counselor. You're mighty. You're everlasting father and prince of peace, God. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends. I cannot wait to dig into day four tomorrow.